Hello, and welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church annual read. There is unlimited grace for us today, no matter what happens, because of who Jesus is and what He has done. I'm Tiffany Lyons, and I'll be your host. Today, we are looking at this idea of integrity in work. Integrity in work. And the verses that we'll look at is Proverbs 12, 11, and Proverbs 28, 19. Here's what it says. Those who work their land will have abundant food, but those who chase fantasies will have no sense. Those who work their land will have abundant food, but those who chase fantasies will have their fill of poverty. You know, as we look at this idea of integrity in work. This is such an incredibly fundamental part of what we should be looking for when it comes to the idea of work. You know, yesterday we talked about this idea that work is actually this God-given part of the human experience. We are made in the image of God. God worked and we work. And when we work, it is good and it's rewarding to our soul. And if that's the case, then we must be intentional about pursuing integrity when it comes to our work. Now, I don't know of a lot of people who go through life or go through work thinking, hey, you know what I'm going to do? I am going to live a life that lacks integrity. That's what I want to do. I'm going to have a job where I'm going to make decisions that do not have integrity. I'm going to uh, cut, do create shortcuts. I'm going to scam people. I'm going to take advantage of people. I'm going to do all of these things so that I can get ahead. I just don't think that's where most of us start. Sure, maybe there's the occasional person who sets out to do that. But as I think through this idea of living a life of integrity, I think that you and I would probably think the same thing. Should I work with integrity? And we would probably all answer, of course. Of course we should work with integrity. Of course this should matter. So if we all think that integrity and work is important and this is something that we would claim as a value why do you think it is that as we look at the landscape around us there is so much that is going on that is the opposite of integrity in work why is that how did it how do we get here how did this happen maybe even as you look at the landscape of your life you have found yourself in situations where you never ever intended to lack integrity and yet you're finding yourself in a spot where you have made a series of choices that can only be described as a lack of integrity i guess as i started thinking through how do we process today's reading? How do we process today's scripture? How do we process today's topic? Well, I think that we fundamentally all agree that this has to be the best way to live. But how do we get from agreeing that this is the best way to live to the point where we accidentally find ourselves operating in a way that's opposite than that? Well, I think it comes down to small seemingly insignificant choices. Small, 
seemingly insignificant choices, if you start to pile them up, then they will actually create the narrative that we are going to be living. We may not choose to live a life that lacks integrity, but we may choose to cheat on this one little thing. We may choose to share something that's not quite true. We may choose to project numbers in a way that's going to make us look good, or perhaps we have to hit a certain quota in order to survive that next meeting. And so maybe we just change some data around. I mean, I don't know what it is, but we may be trying to solve for the now, but what we end up doing is we're sacrificing our soul on the integrity of making it through this moment. And so today, instead of looking at how we can live this lifetime of integrity with work, this big lofty value that most of us agree is important, let's zoom in to today. Let's zoom in to the meeting that we are about to go to. Let's zoom in to that spreadsheet that we are creating. Let's zoom in to anything that we are dealing with. And let's invite God to every action and every transaction that we are going to make today, this afternoon, this week, this month, this year. And I believe that if we simply invite God into every single moment, every single action and transaction, then we are going to zoom out after a lifetime of inviting God into these spaces. And we are going to see how a life of integrity at work actually gives us this incredible peace in our souls. Have you ever looked at people who have failed when it comes to work and integrity? You know, we see the CEOs fall or whatever it might be. And we think, man, how did this happen? How do they get so far down this line? Like, I mean, I don't even understand the decisions that were being made, especially toward the end when things start to come out and you're like, what in the world? I remember a few years ago, I was talking to one of my friends and she had been working for this organization who several years prior to her being there, um, the founder and the current uh, CEO of this organization, it came out that they had embezzled millions of dollars, millions of dollars. And this organization had money that was actually donated. It was a nonprofit. So it's people who thought they were giving their money to something. It was actually being stolen away from the mission and was being funneled into lining their pockets. And it was a huge deal. It was all over the news. And as we started to talk about this and process it, I mean, it was such a huge mess. And, you know, what happened was that the organization decided not to press charges, but uh, the state got a hold of it. And because the state got a hold of it and we're talking so much money, the state pressed charges against these two men and they had to go to prison. And my friend and I were just trying to process, how did they get here? They started this organization to help people. They started this organization to help bring hope to their community and around the world. And how in the world did they get to a place where they were stealing this much money? How could they do that? I mean, how could their conscience be clear as they would look at people and then steal the money. And she said, Tiff, how do I 
not do that. I'm just scared that maybe one day I'm going to wake up and I'm going to do the same stuff that they're doing. I have no idea how they ever started to do that. But if they can do that, if they can get so far gone to where it is just pure evil in what they are doing, how am I supposed to know that I'm not going to become like that one day and screw my life up? I thought about her question. It seems so heavy. It seems so hard to wrap our minds around this idea that you and I actually are capable of going down a path that is that evil. You know, the Bible says that our hearts are deceitfully wicked. Who can truly know it? None of us are born with a good heart. If we allow ourselves to totally give in to our hearts, then there is a possibility that you and I could end up just like those guys. And so my friend had this question because she knows, just like everyone else, that our hearts are deceitfully wicked who could know it. And I guess I wonder, did it happen because they simply stopped inviting God into seemingly insignificant moments at work? They stopped inviting God into every action and transaction. They started to look at these events as isolated events that actually aren't going to impact the rest of their lives. And when we do that, when we start to segment off pieces of who we are and what we do, that's when we get in trouble. Because God doesn't want to be just a part of your life. He wants to be central to it. He wants to be in every single space of who you are and what you do. He wants to be involved in how you live life with others relationally. He wants to be involved in how you work. He wants to be involved in every single seemingly insignificant choice because he knows something that you and I so easily forget. Every single choice, every single decision has an impact. It's not isolated from everything else in the world. And so because he knows that everything matters this much, then he says, hey, I'm not going to have you do this all by yourself. In fact, I'm here and I'm ready and I'm willing to help you navigate every decision and everything that you do. Knowing that we have a God who is here and ready and able, let us be a people who invite God into every situation that we find ourselves in. Let us be a people that invite God into every action and transaction at work. And if we do that, and if we don't treat anything that we do as insignificant or inconsequential, but instead we say, God, this seems small, but would you be here? Then I believe that we could be a people who work with integrity. Let's pray. God, I thank you so much for who you are. I thank you, God, that you ask us to live our life with integrity. You tell us to live our work life with integrity, but you don't just leave us to do it by ourselves, but instead you are ready and able and willing to come in to every single situation we find ourselves in. So Lord, we are inviting you in. Would you be a part of every moment that we work, every decision we have to make, every conversation that we have? Lord, I pray 
that you would be present in all of it. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks so much for allowing us to be a part of your day. Please be sure to subscribe and share. You can tune in tomorrow for fresh new content. And remember, no matter what happens, there is unlimited grace for us today because of who Jesus is and what he has done. For questions about service times and more, you can access all information about Mariner's Church by downloading the Mariner's app at your favorite app store, visiting the website at marinerschurch.org, or by finding us on Instagram, Instagram handle Mariner's Church. Till next time, have a great day.